Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, over all this period, over all these years of talking about classic cars, owning a classic car, people thinking, is it a good idea, not a good idea? Firstly, what is a classic car? No, but still, I agree. People keep saying, I say, you should buy this, you should buy this. Look, and I always go classic, right? People that have got the money to buy these new be it Ferrari, Lamborghinis, Maseratis, whatever, these new hype, even just new cars that they want to spend all this money. I say, no, no, you should be buying this. And it's always a classic. And they go, no, 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 no. And I'm like, why? Because number one, I think people don't understand exactly what a classic is, but they think that it's not as cool as owning the latest, greatest, newest yeah, well, certainly I'm if you suffering. talk to the young people, they want the, the latest, latest and greatest, you know, all the technology and all but that. They, I mean, we're lucky enough to mix in a few circles with people that have got some unbelievable car collections. Yeah. But not many of them have got a classic car collection. No, it's mainly that they like the, the latest. They might buy the Lamborghini or the McLaren or, or you know, certainly both. But, yeah, they I think they frown upon classic cars because of – some of the, the, you know, the disappointing things about them, like, you know, the extra maintenance. Uh, Actually, I say that. There's only one collection, Mick, that we're lucky enough to go and see, and it was the one with the mirror and the, uh, that garage when yep. we went to put the mirror back yep. had classics, literally all, classic. all, all classics. classics. There was nothing modern in there. The modern that was there is outside because that's their daily driver. The Aston Martin. Yeah. So, you That know, was the only collection that I, to this day have seen that I said, yeah, that's a great collection. Yeah. But also you're talking about people that like to drive. Yeah, yeah. And you race know, cars and race too. Cars, and, you yeah. know, so it's a it's a different thing of being just a collector. So I shouldn't 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 say just a collector, but a collector. And we talk about usability. And that's why I think that's another downfall for a lot of people buying a classic. They think, oh, I can't use it as often. If something goes wrong, it's going to be off the road a lot longer. It's going to cost me a lot more to fix. I can't get the parts where the new car, I've got seven years free service, new car warrant, whatever it may be, right? Everyone talks about I can't about take that. it to the track. It's worth too much money if something is to happen to it, I suppose. You know, things like that, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, what's a classic? Well, a classic, normally it's 25 years or older. So anything 25 years or older. So at the General. moment we're saying 1998. Yeah. Pre-98 pre, uh, pre is a classic. Yeah. So right. I'm getting there, but Mick. In some in, – yeah, that's right. Yours is <laughs> The 360's getting the, there. the advantage of uh, classic as well is – you know, pre, in, in South Australia particularly, after 25 years, you can go on historic registration. So has that changed? Because it used to be 30. It used to be 30. So in two years' time, I go on historic plates, correct? No, the plates can be the same. No, you said historic registration. Historic registration, yes. Which means what? It means you only pay uh, Australian dollars, $90 a year. For historic? For registration. But, and that's limited use still? Yeah, limited use, so you have only can use it 90 days uh, a year. Well, I'm, I'm you, would, you wouldn't even do 20, but anyway. I know, exactly right. Yeah, so that historic registration is very, Does very insurance good. become cheaper also? No. Yes, but you've probably already got a limited use, limited insur- use okay. insurance. So. so it's two more years. Yeah. And that, so does, does that automatically happen, Mick, when no, they send the renewal, or do you need to apply for you it? You need to apply. Right. So if you don't apply, you'll be <coughs> playing full toe dots. And do you have to prove something? No, uh, the, long, the registration is, you know, the car is the car. Car of manufacturing, year of manufacturing. You'll get a logbook yep. and every time you drive it, 
you have to put in the logbook that you've driven it. Now, it used to be that you used to have to put in your mileage, you know, your kilometres when you start and when you stop. But these days now, it's more the number of days you drive. You can drive for 4,000 kilometres in one day if you want. That's still only counted as one day. Oh, so it's not limited to mileage? No, it's only limited to... To days to use. days use, yeah. And what, as you leave, you sign the book or when you get back from your drive? No, no. You, if I think if you don't sign the it... The book has they, to stay it, with the car, yeah, correct? If you get picked up and it hasn't been signed for that day, basically the car's unregistered. So if it's unregistered, it's uninsured. No, but... Okay, so sorry, just clarify so, this. So I get the little logbook. This morning we want to go for a drive. Do I sign it just start date? Yep. Obviously. But I don't sign it as completed until, no. No. until I get home. No, you don't have to say completed. You, you, you put it in your logbook, your date, what you're doing, whether you're going for a drive or whatever, it doesn't really matter. Oh, a, a small and, description. And, and sign right? it. And sign it. That's it. And that's in the car there, there on that day. So you get that's pulled it. over, you, you get, show them the little logbook, yep. and off you go. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, in mine, I've just put in that I've gone for a drive. I mean, if you're Well, what else are you going to do with it, Mick? No, but if you don't actually say, look, I've gone to the river or, you you know, wherever you've gone. You know, uh, yeah, no, you, okay. You, and the other question, actually, now you said that, your technician, the day needs to go for a service and you have to drive it down there, is that considered a day of use? Yep. Yep. Okay. So you have to put it in for that. And if the technician goes out the next day, they've got to fill in the book. Right. And that's another day of use? That's another day of use, yes. Okay. So we've gone off topic here a bit. Yeah, but okay, but so no, that's what a classic, no, but that's that, what a classic. And that is the rules for <clears throat> South Australia. So I'm not talking about what the rules might be in other states or in other countries. It all varies. So there's, that's a classic car, 25 years or older. Yeah, that's how we – but also they do say that even a rare car that's not 25 years – say, for example, they only produce two prototypes for the street. Yeah. So some people will call that as a, classic. A, a classic or a collectible or rare or – so there's sometimes that you, you mix it a little bit. You know, so, I mean, I, I some of the things that I like about Classics. having a classic yeah, what's car – What's the pros? Well, I reckon, look, one of them, it's something unique. You've generally got something unique. You drive on the road. You don't normally see another one if you're driving. Of course, unless you go to a club day and we're not talking about that. So certainly, uh, you know, the uniqueness is something that, you know, I, I like about it. And also what I find is with a classic cars, it's not frowned upon when you're out there. People look small, you yeah. know, a Volkswagen Beetle, a little Mini Cooper. It doesn't matter what it is, but they look at the car and the driver in a different light than if you're rolling up in your latest uh, STO Lamborghini, you know, the flashy yep. colours and things like that, um, which is a, it's a pity because hopefully people have, you know, worked for it and deserve to, to be able to yeah, do yeah. that. You know, Not frowned you upon get, for driving some, something. Yeah, sometimes you get the tall poppy syndrome type thing and uh, they want to cut you down. But with a classic car... You know, that happens less and, and less. And you look at yourself. You go out there in your 360. It's let's say it's a modern classic. Yeah. You know, people people like that. They see it. They you know they know it's not the latest that you you know you played millions for it, and they just appreciate it. Naturally, the noise helps as well. Of course, yep. the exhaust noise. I'm going to throw a little spanner in. Well, not off topic. I don't want to go off yep. topic. But we said a classic is 25 years or older. Mm-hmm. I've got an XA, um, an XA Falcon. Yeah, my old XA Falcon that yeah. I had. That's a classic. We know that, 1970s. But it's got a brand new motor in there built this year. Yep. Fully, 
Is that still considered a classic car just because the shell is 100%, classic? 100%. It's still a classic car. Now, if it's a resto mod or a retro or, you know, rebuilt or whatever, it's still a classic car. So is it a classic is in the year of manufacture of that vehicle – doesn't matter if it's got all the latest. You let's just say an XA Falcon. Well, I'm just saying an yeah, XA Falcon with an electric motor in there. Well, well, it is still a classic car because it was the car was actually built back in the 60s, 70s, or whatever it was. Yeah, but not with an electric motor. No, so it's you know, and there there's a new lot of people that are doing electric motors in classic cars. But it's still a classic car. So the car is still considered a classic. Well, I think it is. The shape it, is a classic. And I'm just no, saying, I, 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 just, I said I'm going to throw a spanner. Yeah. It's, to me, it's definitely a classic car. Yep. It's modified classic car, yes. Just like if you had the your XA Falcon that was only a, a six-cylinder and you go and put a 351 V8, mm. it's still a classic car. It's just not original. Yeah. You know, yeah. the matching numbers originally. And hence, that, yeah, yeah, but to go on the historic pl- or historic registration, does it need to be an original no. classic? It can be a modified classic Correct. also. Okay. Yeah, it definitely can be a modified classic, but it's got to be the year of manufacture. Because that just opens up the uh, whole uh, can of uniqueness, right? Because you can have a classic with, like you said, a 351 that came out of a V6, an electric. What, so... I love the uniqueness also because there's not a lot of well-maintained classic cars in existence, yeah, right? In terms of originality Originality well. and things like that. So that's what makes them unique. Because well, not only unique, <laughs> that makes them rarer too and more valuable. Correct. Well. I love yeah. that stuff. You yeah. know, when uh, remember that wedding we did and I had the XA Falcon, uh, not the XA, the 351 GT, the XY. Yep, the XY GT. Yep. And they had the original discs or tapes, those big cassette things that were- Yeah, they, cartridges. Ca- the big cartridge. Yep. My, Things like that. That just took you back in time, right? I love things like that because that's, you know, once was. So, yeah, unique. You don't see these things. And that's the other part about the pros is the nostalgia. We talk about the nostalgia. I mean, why do you like – I mean, you keep talking about the XA Falcon. You had a a John Goss special. Yeah. All right? So, I know, every time you see one, you think, oh, I had that. That was my unique – yeah, exactly right. It brings back memories. It brings back memories with, you know – you went and bought it with your father and stuff like that. Yeah, so, correct. you know, your childhood memories. Now, I remember with the Alpha GTV, the 1750 Bertone 105, my uncle let me drive it. Yeah. You know. And it brings back memories. And for you, it's yeah. like you've – it takes you back to that time in your life. That's right. The little 850s coupe that, you know, another uncle had and bought yeah. it for his, uh, uh, for his son. You know, a little rear engine, air cooled little engine. You know, now you you can't you can't find them. Well, sorry, you can't find them in terms of rarity, but you can't find them in terms of in c- the good condition. In good condition, maintained. Okay, yeah. That's right. That's what yeah. I love about you know classics when they are maintained, restored, like the collection. Actually, the other collection we went to see in the backyard of the gentleman's home, which had all you know the American muscles. You know, they were just. Immaculately restored. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, if and some that's actually some of the cons, I suppose, because if you don't buy them, you know that are really really good, both mechanically and body, then you've got to then restore them, or they all keep breaking down. So you want to get them to another level. Yeah, and that's where either you can do it yourself, and there are people that you know are hands on and can do those things, and there's other people that say that's too hard. I'm going to have to get someone to do it for me. And there's a cost to that. Yeah, and that side of things, that's when you've got to work out what do you want to do. 
Yeah. Because if you're going to get frustrated with that, I mean, how many project cars are out there in people's garages, sheds or whatever that have, have sat there and haven't done anything because I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get yeah. to it. and life's um, busy. Yeah, and how many project cars can you have? And so there's that side of the classic cars that um, once you do get into it, maybe you don't like that part. Yeah. And some do. Some just want to restore cars and not necessarily drive them. So to the driving – and you've got a lot more experience. You've driven a lot more cars than I have. And we've been lucky enough to drive a lot of cars, don't get me wrong. But you've driven a lot more than I have. Do you, when you drive the new Alpha, that we did, you know, the QV that we drove, Pep's QV, yep. does it take you back and remember when you drove the 1750? Like, not you, really, not really. <coughs> like uh, the, the actual drive of a classic is completely different to a modern car. Yeah. Right? We know that, right? That's one of the cons. I love that. Yeah. Oh, sorry, one of the pros. Of... Of, of owning a classic yeah, that's is that drive because it takes you back to that era. That's right. Right? Whereas in the in the modern car, like the Alfa Julia Q. Well, you're not driving the computer. I mean, it's actually absolutely fantastic car, as we've you know, said before and, and, and have driven and we've both driven them. But the unfortunately, the limit's too high. So when you do go for a drive, unless it's on a track, you know, yeah. you can't go screaming through the hills at 300 kilometres an hour or, you know. Whereas in a classic, even if the engine is – Below current capacity of you know some of the new cars you know the you know we're talking with a guy I changed my tyres yesterday and you know the Camry's quicker than my Dino my seventy four Dino and yeah. and that's not even the six cylinder Camry it'd be just the normal one yeah but the feel the drive is is different you go through the hills you know you smell you the exhaust note so to me and that's why we love our classic cars but you know so do you think it was more. It was easier back then to drive to hop in a classic and drive than it is to drive these new modern day cars. No, I think it's easier to drive the new modern day cars. Easier had, to drive. You had to be a better driver then, in your opinion. Well, back back then, back with the classics, I mean, you had to you had to actually drive them. The steering was heavier, like the seventeen fifty. Didn't yep. have power steering. Yeah. The gears, you know, it was in a, a little bit different spot. Up the dash a bit, up the console a bit. The pedals, the pedals come out of the floor, so you know, you, you had to think a lot more, and you had to read your gauges a lot more. You, you had did. to know you water the pressure, gauge. oil pressures, you know, all those things. You were looking if you're running hot and not running. You had to know what was Look going on all. with your car. Correct. Where now, it doesn't matter. You don't even see the gauges. No. Right? And matter of fact, like, you know, you would check underneath the bon- bonnet of a classic car. You'd check the oil, check the water. 100%. Check, you know. Whereas now, you know, on I can't the remember latest the l- Porsches and whatever, the other cars, they haven't even got a dipstick. Yeah. So there's there's lights that come on. And, so you can't actually physically go and have a look. Well, you can't check. actually do anything you yourself. <laughs> you can't. So I agree. You've got to remove a cover to get yeah. to something. To, so they want you to take it back to the yep. you know, manufacturers, right? And, and that's where the change was. I mean, if you remember the earlier classic cars, you had to find out where things were. You know, they, that's okay, right. they were labelled. But subsequent to that, they were coloured. So the yellow things are the ones that you could check. Yeah, see, that's You know, good. so the yellow cap, the yellow, you know. But now you can't check anything. Yeah, but yeah. you knew your car, you know. When you passed it down, you're taking the car out, make sure you do this, start at five minutes earlier, put the accelerator, pull the choke out, whatever it may yeah. be, right? Now it's just... You don't say anything. No, you don't. Like I said the car does it itself. Actually, on that, I'm gonna I'm gonna change direction a bit too. I went to uh, Richmond's, yeah. you know, and uh, on the weekend, uh, you were away. Vincent was away, so I, I went there. But there's an Alpha 2600 there. 
beautiful looking so outfit. So what, late 60s? Well, that's 68, 69? Yeah, yeah, of that order. I think they came out before the 1750. Yeah. So that's a six-cylinder. The it's Junior, is that the one they call no, Junior? It's lo- no, it's the bigger version of the 1750 okay. or the Junior. So it's it's sort of like uh, uh, the the um, the larger Fiat 500 currently, yep. you know, the uh, X or whatever. But anyway, in the front seat, he had a piece of paper written on there, the starting procedure. There you go. Unbelievable. I thought, you know, leave it, you turn the key, leave it uh, for 45 seconds before the fuel pump to make yep. <laughs> You know, I thought, what I'm saying. That's <laughs> brilliant. Now, in a new car, you're looking for the start button. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. So, look, the nostalgia, going back to the nostalgia, I think that's really initially why people get into the classic car. My father had one. I remember driving one. You're in a position now that you, you know, and you're not going to use it as a daily driver. No, correct. Back then, though, they were daily drivers. They, it wasn't a classic car. It was a modern car. That was your car. So that was a modern car. And we complained, you know, when Ferrari started doing power steering compared to not power steering, oh, we're going a bit too soft and things like that. So, But certainly for me, the uniqueness, the drive, because I like to drive, and the nostalgia, there's, no, you know. And, and we've got to talk about it. I mean, I know we don't like it, but they do increase in value. Yes, that's the you other You get thing. the right ones. I mean, I look at my car now and it's increased in value. Yeah. Right? And, and I remember when we went, we, well, I say we went and bought it, or you bought it, but uh, I went with you. But if you, if you look at that, you know, we're thinking, is that too expensive, you know, at the time? Yeah, exactly. But we know. never bought it with think, oh, we're going to buy this, fix it up. And, and sell, it. sell it because no. we're going to make money, right? No. But yeah, they are increasing in value. Yeah. If you get the good one and get it fixed, and we always said it takes you about five years to get it to where you want if you're doing things gradually, like Correct. we did. You know, now it's immaculate. Yeah. I agree, and you know you can enjoy it more. Yeah, but they are expensive to run. That's the that's the con, right? Yeah, they I are expensive that, to run and yeah. to maintain. And the older ones are probably more expensive, although probably easier to work on. And when you talk about, yeah, easy to work on, we understand running is expensive, but there's that reliability factor also, which we've already said, maintain your yearly service, make sure you're doing everything that you have to do, and that reliability factor, I reckon, isn't as bad as you think. No. Because you want to be able to drive it when you want, Yeah, right? everyone talks about the the lack of reliability when they just leave it in the garage and then they try and start it after a year, the rubbers are dry. There's, so if... It, and that's the thing. If you're gonna if you're gonna have one that you're not gonna drive, you've then got to look at what decisions you need to make and how do you store it? Yeah. And how do you not store it? Yeah. And, and and the other big thing, and I know because I'm looking at you know always looking for uh, my daughter started got her peas now, so got to look for a car for her. And I'm looking at more modern cars, obviously, instead of an older an older small car. And the un- the one reason a lot of people don't like classics, Mick, is the safety. That's They're not true. as safe. Yep. As the modern cars, you got airbags, right? which got I think you know a yeah. big, big watch yeah. out. But you're not driving them every day. No, you're not. But an accident can happen at any time, <coughs> 100%. And, they, and they do. But certainly the safety aspect, you know, the crumble zones, the what is it, you know, the active suspension, the, the airbags you know, that aren't there, the, the pillars, all that stuff. There's a lot, a lot of stuff in terms of safety. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you look at crash tests, you know, from the older cars to the newer ones. So definitely for 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 safety is it's, I can see why people steer yeah. away, right? The other thing is as well, you know, some of the older cars as they get more expensive and you leave them stored is security. 
Yeah. You know, you know, you're worried about you go for a drive where you park it, where you you know, you're gonna leave it there and walk away. You know, most of these know, cars can be open with a coat hanger. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> Honestly, if you know what you're doing, right? Exactly right, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So the security is the other one that you know. Easy to hot wire. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Right. You know, I mean, some of the old—I remember the old Holdens. It didn't—you didn't need a key. It was that worn out. You just turn it and it starts. <laughs> you know. So yeah, you know. So you know, a lot of those things is you know what puts people off as well. And the big thing is, and we've got to talk about it because we always say, you know, will fuel ever you know become obsolete? And not is that they're not eco-friendly. Well, they're definitely not eco-friendly. So so, and uh, for a lot of people, to say no, no, I don't want to. Yeah, but be in, involved in that. But in saying that, again, you're only driving them. Possibly 90 days a year. Yeah. You know, so if that, if that that's right. But you're quite right. But they'll all, I think they'll always keep making the fuel for them. Yeah, fingers uh, crossed. So that's no, not a problem from that point of view. So I don't know. Um, what else? That's about it, I suppose. Yeah. But um, we love classics. We basically. love classics. And, I, I, and if, if we can summarize, I suppose anyone looking to get a classic really should work out why they're getting it and what they're going to use it yeah. and who they're going to use it with. Because that's the other thing, you know. No, we always say, "How do you use yeah. it? What are you going? What do you want the car for?" Yeah, right. So what that you way, you won't for? get frustrated because there's a lot of people that have bought cars and get frustrated. Oh, I don't use it anymore. You know, I, I, I must be rude sometimes. My facial expressions must seem that you're I'm very less animated. Excited. Yeah, I do get animated, but a lot of people show me their brand new cars and this and that. And you know, we're talking, yeah, lots of Mega money, dollars. And I'm just looking at them, going, "Oh yeah, that's great." And in my head, I said, oh, why didn't you buy a Dino? Why couldn't you? You know, I'm just thinking to myself, geez, there's two Dinos there or there's a Dino there. That's all I'm thinking to yeah. myself. And I'm actually doing not get excited whatsoever. Yeah, particularly, and let me put words in your mouth, particularly when they've got two or three of the modern supercars. Yeah, like, yeah, why couldn't one of them be a classic? 100%. Um, like... Actually, a good example that has done that is the yellow Dino that Joe, we drove. Yep. You know, Joe that, does do well. He's yeah. got he, actually that could be the one collection yeah. that's got a good blend of modern yep. and classic. Yep. So that you know, you've got the classic that he yep. doesn't want to, you know, doesn't want to part with. Yep. Uh, even though he doesn't drive it much. No. You know, but but he it's does there. It's in his it. collection at least. Correct. Right. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Uh, we're going to leave it there. And, of course, you can catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com, our YouTube, and also our Instagram. So remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.